Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abrama. Today, I have the great honor to speak with Kansas City Chiefs and NFL artist, Caitlin Snelling. Caitlin, I'm really, really appreciative that you were able to come on and talk about your career so far as a, as an artist covering a lot of Chiefs uh, portraits and then, you know, doing a lot of stuff for the NFL. So I'm very happy that you're able to take the time. Of course. No, no problem at all. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so usually, you know, when I really start talking to, whether it's an athlete or um, really anybody that I have on this podcast, I always kind of tell them, when did you first start getting into like your profession? When did you start getting into what you wanted to do? So for you as an artist, when did you really really get an interest in art and then like when did your career kind of start to take hold? Um I always really liked art kind of as a kid and stuff, but um I always had it kind of as a hobby, I never really thought it could possibly be a career. I actually didn't start drawing as a career until about September of 2019, so about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't even for a career at that point. Um, I we had our basement flood and decided that we wanted to kind of like fix it up and, and turn it like into a chief's cave. But I really wanted some like portraits of players, and I couldn't find any anywhere. So my husband was like, hey, you could totally draw those. That's something you could do. And he had a lot more confidence in my ability at the time than I did. Um, mm-hmm. So it took some persuading. And, and finally, I started drawing them. And he encouraged me to kind of post them on some fan pages. And it kind of blew up. So before you started doing, like, before your husband told you, like, oh, you should try drawing Chiefs players, like, what type of art did you do before that? Um. I usually just, like, sketched and drew with pencil, just normal pencil. Um, I would draw, like, my family um, or things I was interested in. I'm a Harry Potter fan, so I painted Hogwarts once and just kind of odds and ends kind of stuff for my house and personal use. Okay. So your husband's kind of introduced, kind of talked you into really doing some of this stuff with just the Chiefs players. Um, Did you have you know, kind of more on the Chiefs and just in football in general, like, did when did you start, like, having a kind of maybe like a passion or just a following of, of, of the Chiefs or just sports in general? Oh, um, I'm not a huge sports in general person, but I've followed the Chiefs, was a huge Chiefs fan, and we didn't even grow up in Kansas. I was a military brat, so we lived all over the world. Like, we lived in Japan and Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and um, – but we were always Chiefs fans. Um, so, I mean, I moved to Kansas as an adult, and it was great that, you know, everyone here is a Chiefs fan. But um, my husband was also a Chiefs fan, and that helped me get even more into it. Um, I started watching it kind of just as a way to bond with my dad because he was gone so much and because of the military. Um, it was just something we would do together. And, um, yeah, I just had never thought of drawing of the players it just wasn't I didn't think there would be a market for it and then think people mm. would want drawings of players the way I draw things yeah 
Um, so your website, CaitlinSnelling.com, sorry, no, it's CaitlinSnellingArt.com. Um, mm-hmm. When did you, when did that first start? And then like also, you know, you you have a pretty big following on, on social media, you know, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and that's really when you started, you know, that's where you really post a lot of your artwork. When, when did you really introduce yourself to social media and start really putting your art on out for the world? Um, in, uh, I've always been on Facebook. I had a Facebook page for a while. And then another chief's artist, his name is Corey. Um, he actually reached out to me and was like, hey, you should totally post some of your stuff on Twitter. And that was about a year ago, maybe. Um, so about a year ago, I really started posting on Twitter and, and Twitter has been my, my biggest, it's where I found the most fans and interacted with the most people. Um, I just kind of like the atmosphere of Twitter more than I like Facebook and Instagram. Um, but it's been, I think right before the Super Bowl last year is when I started posting on Twitter, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not entirely certain for sure, but uh, my website that I launched, um, it's been almost exactly a year today. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just got a notice that I purchased my domain a year ago today. So yeah, my, my website is still fairly new um, based on a bunch of other websites or whatever, but I've had some decent success and and a lot of people have been interested in what I do right you know I now I guess so you had the website for a year did you kind of think it was going to get this big I mean you have like I've I've been on there several times and you know you have your your listing of portraits and then you have your your, uh, section of prints I mean the prints really focus on the chiefs and then uh, your portraits you know some chiefs players like you know Frank Clark Andy Reid and then some of throughout the NFL, other NFL players like Tom Brady, but, like, did you think it was going to be this big, like, after, like, a year from now? Or, like, sorry, a year ago? Oh, no, I had, I had absolutely no idea that it would be this big. Um, a year ago, I, I would have not even imagined that this, it would have gotten this, but I, I never would have imagined that I would have gotten to meet some of the players or, or shot a commercial with the Chiefs. Um, it's actually mind-blowing to me how, how far that I've come in just a year. Right. And I was, I was kind of thinking like, how did, you know, you had a, com- the commercial, was it in November? You had it like you, you had a, you actually went to Arrowhead stadium and you yes. did some of your artwork. Like how did that entire process go down? And then how did it feel like to like go into Arrowhead empty, like an empty Arrowhead stadium? Um, it was actually crazy because that was actually the first time I ever was in Arrowhead stadium. Um, I haven't been fortunate enough, I, or at that point, I haven't been fortunate enough to ever go to a game live. Um, and so getting to go to Arrowhead was amazing first. And seeing kind of like the behind the scenes and standing on the field and sitting on the benches and stuff as the players sit on, it was really cool um, to experience that. But it, it all started out with um, BJ Kissel, reached out to me, I don't even know, several months before that even happened. And um, he uh, reached out to me and he uh, <clears throat> told me that if I ever if I ever wanted to send work to the players, that I could contact him and, and have 
uh, send some work to him and he could get it to the players. And then he, of course, left the Chiefs. Um, but he did just give me the contact information for the creative director. And the creative director and I got in contact. And um, he asked if he could keep me in mind for a project. And then called me later in the season and was like, okay, this is the project we have. And are you interested? So it, it was it was pretty cool. Um, the project, of course, was not my typical art, um, but he was like, do, do you know anything about um, digital art? And I was like, no, but I will learn. <laughs> so just for them, I taught myself how to do some digital art to be able to work with the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, just that entire experience, like from, from my perspective, I was like, wow, like that's just a great honor and privilege to do that. But, um, you know, you've sold some artwork of your own to the actual players, like Dan Sorensen, I think Legarius Sneed, correct? And then like Chris Jones, like how is that getting, how is that, you know, contacting them and getting to meet them in person and then them really taking a look at your art? Like how was that experience for you as an artist? Like how did that feel? It's really cool. It's really cool when players reach out to me. Um, I've had several players who don't have my work but have contacted me about it. Um, Tyran Matthew has commented on my work and shared my work. And um, a lot of family members of players uh, have contacted me about work. And that's, I think that's kind of the coolest part for me is if I draw a person and their mother contacts me and was like, I love that and I want it that's bigger for me than if a player does because moms know what their kids look like. And if I, if I have the moms thinking that the work is good, then I know I've done my job. But Patrick Mahomes' mom, um, she's got some of my work and Harrison Becker's mom, Jason Witten's mom. And I'm very proud of the fact that all the parents have, <laughs> have my work of, of their kids. But it's also really cool. Uh, Dan Sorensen's wife actually saw the drawing that I did of him on Instagram and she reached out to me and asked how she could get one mm -hmm. and I was supposed to meet with her yesterday and at the last minute she kind of messaged me and was like would you mind if I sent my husband instead and I was like <laughs> oh no not at all I would not mind that at all <laughs> so <laughs> that was that was pretty cool I wasn't expecting to get to meet with him yesterday man so I know these, all these artworks, like the luxurious Sneed, the Chris Jones, they're all signed, right? So the players, they signed them. Did they, did they sign them when you met them? How did that go? So um, the Chris Jones one was signed when I met him, correct? Um, Legereus Sneed, he had a, um, a signing recently. So I sent in the original and uh, a print of it to have signed. Of course, I, I keep the print and sell the originals. Um, and the Dan Sorensen one, he was like, so do you have another one you want me to sign or whatever? And I was like, now that you mention it, I happen to bring one just in case. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, they they sign them usually when I meet them, but I can also send them in. They have signing events from time to time, or um, they'll contact me on Twitter and ask about pieces the one piece that i have that i actually did for an nfl player was for chris carson mm -hmm. of the seahawks and he saw the drawing that i did of frank clark and reached out to me and was like i want one but i want it a lot bigger <laughs> so um that was an experience i had to go from working in a left by from 11 by 14 to a mm -hmm. 30 by 40 it took 
quite a bit longer, but it was it was a really cool experience to to get that piece and actually create it for a player. Mm-hmm. What are the typical like dimensions, like the sizes for the portraits? So if I do a piece that I want to do, I do it as an 11 by 14. 11 by 14 pieces can take me anywhere from 40 to 60 hours to create. I put a, a lot of detail into my work, and I'm using colored pencils, so it doesn't go as quickly as something like paint would. But, uh, yeah, my, my typical drawing is 11 by 14, and unless it's a commission piece that's requested to be larger, that's the size I, I stick to pretty much. And then the prints, what are the sizes of that? Is that like 8 by 10, 10 by 8? Yeah, I have two sizes of prints. They come in either the 11 by 14s or the 8 by 10s. And then all of my prints come matted. So the 8 by 10s actually fit in an 11 by 14 frame, and the 11 by 14s fit in a 16 by 20. Okay. Um, I am kind of curious, like, when you... And this is just kind of a, just an artist question. This isn't just like, this is just an overall artist question. So when you set like your prices for the portraits and for the prints, like for you, like how confident, like when you put these prices out, so for instance, like Frank Clark, $975 or your prints from like, you know, Mahomes, Kelsey prints kind of range from 50 to $75. Like as an artist, like, what's your confidence level? Like, this price is actually going to be a good price for people to buy it. Like, do you kind of feel like that's too much or too little? Um, personally, I do have time setting prices and knowing the value of my own work. I always am afraid that I am pricing it too high. Um, but I usually talk to a few people before pricing. I have a, a good friend who kind of helps me market myself when I first started out, um, who's really good with pricing artwork. And um, I also have my husband who knows the value of my work better than I do. And I I also have an agent. The rule of thumb is pretty much if you're selling it consistently at that price point, your prices are too low and you need to raise it. Um, I don't do that very often. Um, just because I want to keep my work affordable for people. But at the same time, since a, a work takes me up to 60 hours to complete, and then I also have the expenses of the materials I put into it, I do have to keep that into account when I do set my prices. Mm-hmm. I, I'll just ask for like the portraits in general, like the Frank Clarks, the Tara Matthews, all those. When like on the website, some of them are, list, are listed as sold out. So, like, how many of these portraits do you actually produce and you put available on your website? Most of my originals don't actually ever make it to the website. They only make it to the website if, after I've completed them, I haven't sold them for a week. Most of my works are usually sold before they're even finished. Um, For example, I I like to post in-progress shots of my work, and the last one I posted... Uh, Dirty Dan, by the time I posted the first image of it with just his face basically completed, it was sold. Uh, I was contacted and somebody purchased it. So most of the time, originals don't make it to the website. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely good to know. Um, You said that you've been really, you know, the website's been going on for a year and 2019 was really when you started to put your career and really doing these portraits of NFL players uh, to work. What's 
for as an artist like what's kind of your like words of encouragement for like artists that are trying to get themselves out there um and this can be like maybe you know nationally or just in kansas city because there's a lot of kansas city artists they really could use a way to market their stuff better and they could really get their work out there like how would you encourage them to do that of course So don't be afraid to reach out to other artists and ask for help. Don't be afraid to reach out to people who know something about marketing and ask for help because I know for sure that I wouldn't have the success that I have without the support of other Kansas City artists and without the support of some of my good friends that are our social media marketing. They're good at that. Like, that's what they do. And they've they've given me some pointers. Um keep going. Don't get discouraged. There are so many times where I feel incredibly discouraged. I'll post something and I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have posted that because people don't seem to like it very much. Like, or I haven't sold any prints of this piece. I wonder if this piece was actually any good to start out with. Um, but that's, it's art. That's not how art works. Your pieces are great. You just got to keep going and try and have confidence in yourself and keep putting your work out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, art is, I mean, it's really, you gotta have really a a strong mindset and a thick, a thick kind of thick skin because you always have to be willing to, you know, you got to accept that, Hey, there's some people that aren't going to buy myself. So I got to still be confident that, that this stuff can sell. Um, Um, I am kind of interested though. Like, I mean, there, there had to have been a point, like when you talked about when you first started, were you, like, were you unsure when you first started making your your work like it wasn't going to sell? Yeah. When I first started making my work, I wasn't intending on selling it. Just something for me and for my husband. And yeah. um, people started asking, will you sell that? And I was like, well, no, this is, this is for my basement because we're Chiefs fans and I kind of like it. So... Um, it, it took me a little bit and I started selling prints of the work first. I didn't sell any originals at first, but then it got to the point where I was like, you know, I, I can sell originals, but even still in the beginning, um, I didn't have confidence in, in my artwork and the fact that it would sell and the work that I'm now selling for $1,200, I was selling for $200 mm-hmm. just because I thought nobody's going to want it unless it's super cheap and art is always that it's always that thing where you know it's a hit or miss someone is either going to love it or someone's going to not and you just have to find that right person who loves it enough that they want they want it and I've been very fortunate that I found lots of people who like my work I've got um someone who actually has purchased four of my originals and their collection is probably better than mine at this point of my work but it's just all about finding the right audience finding the right customer and holding your ground on something yeah so since you've first since you first started selling your artwork like at the top of your head how many pieces have you sold that you know of and how like what's the largest amount that a piece has been sold for I don't know off the top of my head. I probably have sold maybe 30 originals, which seems kind of like a lot. Seems doesn't seem like a lot, but it does take me anywhere between a week and two weeks to create an original. So uh, I feel like that's pretty good. 
the most I've sold a piece for was the Chris Carson piece. Uh, and that's just simply because it was so large. And it took me, I think, 147 hours to draw that one. Um, it it took a lot of time and a lot of pencils to draw that piece. So that one was definitely the the one I sold. For okay. I I forgot to mention. I forgot to like ask you this like earlier on. But like when you when you say 147 hours, like. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture that, like, 147 hours, like, do you, like, literally, like, wake, is it, like, you wake up at 6 a.m. and you start working on it, and then you go to bed at, like, 6 p.m.? Like, how does, how's that process, like, day, no, day-to-day process? Um, yeah, so I actually have six kids, and I homeschool, so my typical schedule is I get up in the morning, I'll go on a run or something, then I come home and homeschool my kids, and then around 1 o'clock... I work from like one to whenever, but usually, usually I'm off. Like my working hours are like one to five or one to six, um, and then I do all the evening stuff and dinner and stuff with my family. But then it just it takes me so many days or weeks to complete a piece because I, I have other things that I have to be doing, and the the end goal is that. My husband won't have to work anymore, and I can just support us completely. But until we get to that point, I can't put in the full-time hours that I really Mm -hmm. need to. Yeah. Now, you said that you've homeschooled, you're currently homeschooling six children. Um, When they see your work as an artist... Like I don't, I don't know the ages of your of your kids, but like, have they thought to themselves, "Man, like my mom's an artist. Like I kind of want to get into this." Like, if you kind of encourage them to work to to think about maybe having a career in art. Well, my kids right now, um, they're the youngest is two, the oldest is seventeen, and none of them really have an interest in a career in art, which I'm totally fine with. My oldest isn't really sure what she wants to do. She likes art, but she doesn't really see it as a job. And she does draw. She's pretty good at drawing. She's just, it's, again, not something that she wants to do for her life. Um, And then my other children all have interests that are completely varied. 12-year-old likes anime and manga. And (laughs) my my son, he's actually, he's the one I do not homeschool. He is deaf and while I know sign language, I don't know all of the sign language, so my ability to teach him is not as good as the, a school's ability to teach him at this point. So he does go to public school, but um, they all the kids, they're so different. They have such varied interests, and, and none of them at this point are super interested in, in doing something like I do. Right. Did you grow up, like, with the family? Like, did your parents have a real strong interest in art? Uh, my mom was always really crafty, and they encouraged art and crafting. My my brothers, I have, a, I have five siblings, so my brothers were all really musically inclined and athletically inclined, and I was kind of the odd one out. Um, but I, I did like crafting. I did like art. They encouraged it, but didn't really encourage it as a career. They were under the impression that like a lot of people are under that artists can't actually make a living. Um, and that's a, a lot of people seem to be under the impression that if you're an artist, you're going to live under a bridge and starve. 
but that, that's not the case. You can make a living as an artist. It's harder than maybe a, a desk job or something, but it is something that is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any uh, late current pieces that you're working on now, uh, whether it's you know Chiefs players or NFL? I do have a piece I'm working on now. Um, it is not a Kansas City piece, and I'm actually kind of hesitant to say what it is. So um, I do, I do have a piece I'm working on currently. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. Keeping it a secret. That's fine. Um, <laughs> one last thing. Well, one big, big uh, thing I'm interested in is like, what's you know you've done this now for a year. What's your goal? maybe like once 2021 is over or maybe, you know, two or three years from now, you hopefully can get to a point where your husband doesn't have to work and you can make, you can live off and support your entire family off your artwork. But in terms of like, I guess your own personal name, where do you think you want to be like five years from now as an artist, I guess? Yeah, I'm not sure. A lot, a lot of the goals that I've set have already happened. And then I, I always imagine like, I remember last year saying that my 10-year goal was to work with the Chiefs, was to do a project with the Chiefs. And then it happened a couple months later, and I was like, oh, okay, now what's next? Um, and that was that was my goal for that I, I really wanted. I just really wanted to them to know who I was and, and want me to work with them on something, which was phenomenal. At this point, I'm trying to get my name out to more than just Kansas City, the Chiefs know who I am, um, and that's fantastic. And I'm I'm incredibly happy with that. But I like for other people to know who I am too. Um, I sound full of myself. Or, sorry if I if I do. I just want I want players in the NFL to work and think, hey, she did a drawing of them. I want one of me, or something like that. Like I just want players from other teams to see the work and mm-hmm. and think hey i want one of those like right now it's mostly focused on nfl could you, do you think you i mean you've done a few you, you did a michael jordan piece do you see yourself maybe branching out and covering other sports as well like mlb nba yeah i'm definitely open to it i've done of course the michael jordan piece i drew george brett last year and I did a couple wrestlers, and I do have plans to do more, like I did my Hulk Hogan and The Rock, um, and those are actually probably high up on my favorites, just because I really like those pieces, but the main reason I focus so much on football is because that's the sport that I really like most. I, I'm, I'm a fan of NASCAR, but I don't really know much about baseball, Sad to say, I'm trying to learn more because I feel like if I know more, then I'll then I'll like it more. I just it wasn't something I grew up with. My family wasn't fans of baseball or basketball, so those are things that I'm trying to learn more about and try and get more into, so I can have more of a connection. I have a hard time drawing people if I don't have a connection. Mm-hmm. I try and really put the passion behind the player or whoever it is into the piece, and so before drawing a piece I like to go back and watch sports clips or interviews or things like that just to try and get the personality of the person and so I can kind of infuse it into my piece as, as well as I can mm-hmm. um and so 
my goal this year is to try and get a little bit more into baseball so I can I can put out some more pieces that are maybe not football pieces. Right. But no, yeah, I mean, I, I, I find it very cool that that's how you kind of try to get said watching interviews, uh, getting really to know more about that individual player. Like I'm, that's very cool. Thanks. The goal behind my artwork is I try, I try really hard to capture the human side of sports and not just the high impact side. Yeah. You've done a really good job, Caitlin, of just talking about your career as an artist um, and then kind of your future plans down the road. But I mean, I'm very fortunate that you were able to take the time today and talk about, you know, everything. Very fortunate you were able to talk about it today. Of course. And thank you for having me. And I'm sorry if I sound like I'm jabbering because <laughs> this is only the second time I've done something like this. Hey, hey that's fine. That's fine. It's, this, this was just all focused on, you know, getting the word out on you. I mean, hey, jabbering's fine. Like, hey, you know, you're you're an artist. You need to get your your work out there. You need to continue to talk about what you're doing. It's perfectly fine. Well, thank you. Uh, just before we end this, so CaitlinStellingArt.com is the website that people can find your stuff. And then Twitter and then Instagram. Are those your two best ways for people to contact you through social media? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram. I think on Twitter, I'm... Um, art by Caitlin. I'm not entirely certain, but I think so. And then on Instagram, I'm Caitlin Snelling Art. But if you if you Google my name, Caitlin Snelling, it pops up on all my social medias, and you can find me that way. Okay, that's great. That's great to know uh, to make sure that people can find you. You do a great job, Caitlin. Thank you. Once again, thank you for coming on. Um, have a good rest of your day. You too. Thanks. Heart turns out to be a beat. Uh, uh, uh.